Welcome back, everyone, to 215 Unfiltered. Nick, Joe, Ryan today. And, guys, we got a special one. We're less than a month away from the NFL season. Training camp has been going underway for the last couple weeks now. And we're going to give a little bit of a projections today from different players and different positions on different categories. Guys, we're going to start and jump right into this. Don't want to waste any time today. We're going to start with the most overrated player. This can be on either offense or defense. Who do you guys have for your most overrated player going into the 2020 season? Uh, most overrated player? All right, is my mic on? Just, yeah, just make sure. Yeah, you're on. You're all, right. all good. Um, is Dominique rogers Camardi still on the team? No. no. Oh, okay, well then never mind. I guess it can't be him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like probably maybe the most overrated Eagle ever. But um, I don't know. Who's overrated on this year's roster? I'm trying to think. I don't really think of this Eagles team as really being overrated. Like, I mean, okay, well, th thanks for that. Yeah. I, I know know the whole roster. Um, Mr. I know the whole roster. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. I don't really – I hate to give this answer. I don't really think there is anyone that's overrated. I mean, I mean, maybe if you guys give an answer, I might agree with one of you. All right, well, I'll just jump Go in ahead. here. Um, Jalen Rager, our rookie receiver, first-round pick, is completely overrated. Oh, my God. I don't think God. he will do anything for us this oh year. Oh, my God. He will get his catches. He'll get his yards. He'll get his touchdowns, but I don't think he's someone that's going to be a long-term solution to a very big problem this Eagles organization has at the wide receiver position. Okay, let me ask you this then. What is his stat line? Yeah, how can Carson Wentz overrated? He's never even played a snap. He also hasn't had a professional good quarterback like Carson Wentz. He had a freshman quarterback at TCU last year. He led his team in touchdowns, I think, with seven, six or seven touchdown receptions. So, yeah, he'll put up stats. I'm not saying that, but he's overrated because I don't think he's going to be as special as – we think he's going to be he's not going to be the next to sean jackson yeah he's got speed but i don't think speed is going to burn some of these cornerbacks especially in our division okay so you're saying rager's overrated yeah even uh, though he hasn't played an nfl down yet i i because he, he was taken too high if you give me any other okay receiver, he was taken in the first round that's not his fault he was taken in the first no, round i know i know like okay he so should have been we a second just... or third round receiver all right we can go like boston scott if you want to call boston scott overrated but Never rated Boston Scott. Yeah, okay. that's not right, man. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, well, he's just old and slow and injured. Okay. Uh -huh. You go Greg Ward, but Greg Ward, another one. Is he, he, really, is he you over? You can't call him overrated. You can't call him overrated, overrated because no. he was an undrafted guy that didn't, you know, yeah, we expected nothing. If anything. Okay, J.J. Arthaga Whiteside. Yes. Yeah, yeah actually, you know I what? We can agree on that. That's okay. my answer because even if you expect – one catch out of him that might be asking too much so yeah let's let's say jjaw that'll be my answer for okay so you're gonna yeah well what do you think he's gonna produce that's gonna be the big question what's he gonna produce well i mean you can't get any worse well, from last gonna, year he's gonna take a lot of catches away from alshon for the first three and a half months of the year i think he takes over for alshon well yeah i would think because alshon's plan is. cooked yeah but I'll, I'll take alshon jeffrey with two broken legs over a healthy jgr thega white side <laughs> <laughs> and we, I, I might take any of you guys over Ortega White. I think we'd be better. I mean, I'm about a little bit, a couple inches shorter than them, so I wouldn't. I would like to get out there. Honestly, I uh, could show some things. Honestly, Dallas Goddard. Oh, overrated. Overrated. Wow. He better. Wait, he hasn't produced this is a shit. Good discussion now. He hasn't. He hasn't produced shit. But like, is like, that his like fault okay, Earth is takes it, away the target. Yeah, but him. even then, how is Dallas Goddard last year, who was the number two target, because other than Greg Ward and. Is Zach Ertz, who else was on the on the field? No one. No one. So yeah. how does Dallas Goddard not get open? Because because they have him blocking more. Er, Ertz is the yeah, one. Who, who's yeah, Ertz is more okay. the receiver. So I, I still even, even I still in goal don't line situations. Goddard was supposed to be the go to guy in the goal line, and, and they still haven't really gave him the opportunity. Is Dallas and that's on Doug. I'm is, sorry, that's on Doug. At the end uh, of the day, I I, I think Goddard's. You I think he's good. And you have two tight ends that can both be effective in the red zone, and you can't call equal amount of plays for both of them. I think that's on Doug. You need to work in both your tight ends. I just I feel that he can produce more, and he hasn't. He can, he can. But well, he, this is, is the that, year he can because is that on Doug is that on Carson for not throwing it to him. This is the year he better produce because Zach Ertz is as slow as Jason Witten is, and Jason <laughs> Witten's still playing. And Earth is still looking for that uh, that contract. He's too. not getting paid. He's thirty. How old is he? Thirty. He's thirty. Yeah, I can look that up. Yeah, look that up. Um, I mean, he's got to be close to like he's almost done. Like, I mean, he can still catch the ball. Yeah, he's, but I believe it when I see it. He's Jason Witten. He's twenty nine. He's Jason Witten. So he's not even in his thirties yet. He's Jason Witten right now, at Jason Witten's age, who's like fifty. He tied. He tied for twenty fourth in the league in touchdown <laughs> receptions. So. I don't know. I just think Goddard needs to produce this year. If he doesn't produce, I'm I'm out. I'm out on Goddard. All right, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair for on yeah. the offense. If we're just looking offensive side of the ball, those are the. So you're saying Rager, yeah, which I'm I just, saying Arthago White. I told, right. 
I totally disagree with Rager. I think I Rager. Too. I I think they're gonna get they're gonna gadget the hell out of him. But That's I don't what want that. They're That's gonna the put problem. they're gonna put the ball in his hands as much as they can. They're also gonna try to have him take off the top. You know, That's with true. with Deshaun, and they still have Deshaun. Yeah, well, as long as Deshaun is the number one and not Rager. That, that's well, Deshaun has to be healthy, too. That's the other thing. I'll say is actually any linebacker, any starting linebacker overrated because none of them would start on any other team. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even rated. That's true. So, Again, I, but how can you call them overrated if they're not even rated? Because they're considered, uh, quote-unquote, starters on this team. That's, I don't think they should be starters. That's, that's not a rate. So we're going to – okay, so offense, we're going to go Rager. Mm-hmm. I go Goddard, which might be that's, – that's sort of a hot take. I guess. Yeah, right? I think it is. And because I'm Eagles fans because would disagree, but it's and you think JJ Ortega Whiteside's yeah. overrated, but we don't even know if JJ Ortega Whiteside's going to see the field. He looked good in the preseason last year. Yeah, he did. He I did. don't understand how so, it didn't translate so to the regular season. Does he does he come into the regular season because there's no preseason this year for the offensive side? We're just That's looking at the offensive side of the ball. There's no preseason, so we're not going to see any of these receivers. We're not going to see. They're not going to see Wentz. You weren't going to see Wentz anyway. Um, you're not going to see the offensive line, which. Most of us, I think, feel pretty good about the O-line, right? Do we feel good about it? Um, I would feel better if Brandon Brooks didn't Yeah, miss I think I would season. feel a lot okay, better if Brooks so, was there. Okay, so our, our O-lines, Dillard, Salamalu, God help us, Jason Kelsey, if he doesn't retire before the season, Jason Peters, who has never played right guard in his life, and Lane Johnson. I feel good about it, but I don't feel great about it. I would feel great about it if Brooks was there, but without Brooks, Brooks, I feel good about it. Even with Peters at guard, I would feel better with Brooks at tackle. Okay. Or uh, 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 at guard. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff Stoutland's still the O-line coach, right? Yes. And he's a good O-line coach. And he's an actual real offensive line coach. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of out on I guess I'm out on the O-line just because I see Jason Peters in there at right guard. I'm looking at the Eagles depth chart and I'm just like Selmalu average, you know. It's yeah. called run stop. to the right off tackle Lane Johnson. <laughs> run towards Lane Johnson as many times as possible. That's the rest that's, of the That's going to be their 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 whole offensive running their running game is going to be run, run to Lane, behind Lane Johnson. Run to Lane Johnson. That's what it I mean that's what's And that's going to be predictable by I don't know week 3 or 4 or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even if you can predict it you still can't stop it. So that's true. But if we're right. just looking at the overrated players, I mean, we got. I don't know if we're gonna see like Goddard. We've seen a lot of. Or think of Whiteside. We haven't. And Rager. We haven't seen any. Yeah. So like Goddard makes me scared because this is what his fourth year. Yeah. So this is a contract. No, year. I think third. Is his third or fourth? Third. Might be his third. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Sure so he's got this it's year. His third year. He's got this year and then a contract. Yeah. Year. We we drafted him in Dallas. Yeah, in Dallas by yeah. David Akers, yeah. the greatest. The greatest, the greatest selection ever. And the greatest kicker in Eagles history. Yes. So, I just, I don't know. I, I feel out with Goddard. Rager, I'm intrigued by because you never know what you're going to get out of a rookie receiver with no camp. Basically, no training camp and no preseason, preseason games. And Ortega Whiteside is, I think, a dark horse. We don't know what we're going to get. If if we're lucky, we get maybe 20 catches. Yeah. yeah but, 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 the, but, right. but that's if he doesn't progress and if he progresses we we might have something maybe with him with Alshon not in the picture for now right maybe he just gets those targets and actually shows himself because he doesn't have to really you know work behind anyone the spotlight's on him this year and if he wants to show himself this is the year to do it well I certainly hope for the best you know I wish him well I'm rooting for him um, and I hope he proves me wrong. So yeah. Okay. Uh, how about all right? Let's do defense. Uh, so on, uh, most, defensive overrated. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, let's do that. Because we didn't yeah. do. We just did yeah. the offense. Yeah. Uh, defense overrated. So overrated. I'm saying any of the linebackers. So here's our starters. Right. We got um, Nate Gary, T.J. Edwards, and Alex Singleton, who I don't even know. I don't even. Oh, know. isn't he a Temple guy? No. 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 That's um. That's Sean, no, Bradley. Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. You guys better not yeah. say he's the overrated one. I no. Swear. So we have Nate. So Nate Gary, who we think is okay. I think just so. okay. Just TJ okay. Edwards. TJ Edwards might actually be just pretty okay. good. He might be something. And he actually cut, might be pretty good. They cut that linebacker. I don't know if you guys saw. I think it was Brown or uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or he yeah they cut him. From yeah, the he Chargers. was the Chargers. Yeah, just yeah. They, he retired. Yeah, he just left. He was like, no, I'm out, which was shocking. So, um, I guess I feel like this. Is it we're saying overrated? Oh, this is tough. Guys. I already know who Joe's gonna say. I can say it for him because I know who he's gonna say. Go ahead. You're gonna say number thirty-one. Overrated. He's gonna say the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin. Jalen Mills. I know going, Joe's gonna say transferring that. over to free safety. That's gonna be your answer, isn't Interesting. it? Interesting. I was I was thinking to say that myself, but I don't know if he's overrated. He's a seventh round pick. Yeah, that's the point. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, he's got a Super Bowl ring. He's on the team, but overrated. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, guys. I'll say. I'll step out on a limb here. What about uh, BG at this point no. in his career? You he's took, being overrated. You, you I took, think so. You took my. You took my answer. Oh, I don't. You took my answer. It's not to diss him. I'm not saying he's a bad player. But I think looking at the roster here and just the line, I mean, there's not too many he's, weak spots besides the linebacker. He's going to be a specialty player, though, if you think yeah. about it, because he's just going to be a pass rusher now. Because yeah. they're going to, they've, Malik Jackson might end up playing more end than defensive tackle. Yeah, when you got Cox which, and Harper. Which is what they've been thinking about. I think I've read a lot of stuff that they're going to convince, they're going to make Malik Jackson play end more, especially on the first two downs. And then they can move him inside if they want to on third down. Uh-huh. Because he's not—he's more of a pass rusher. He was in Denver, and he—I mean, he sort of wasn't in Jacksonville. I mean, he wasn't great in Jacksonville, but I think he's going to be more of a pass rusher or a first and second down end than Brandon Graham. Even though Graham is a good run defender, but I—I I, I, I wouldn't call Graham overrated or underrated. I just kind of think he is what he is. To be honest, so like with you. maybe yeah. a ten sack guy if he's really good. Yeah, that—that's yeah. Exactly. If he has a good year, he's a 10-sack guy. That's how I see him. And you also got to look at Derek Barnett. I was going to say that, right? What about Barnett, the guy we saw I would say drafted. he's closer to being overrated than Graham is. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I agree with it. I, I can agree with that because Barnett needs to produce, and he hasn't. He had one strip sack, and in, in, well, he picked up the ball that after Graham, Graham yeah. sack. Yeah, that Brandon Graham strip sack. Yeah. So that's like Derek Barnett's claim to fame. Now, like when you watch him, He's really good. Like, technically, he's really good. Like, you see him get off, and you're like, damn, this guy looks like I mean, he can get... And then as soon as he gets off, it's like he forgets how to play. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, is unfortunate, because he's so good at it. When he was at Tennessee, he was yeah. good. I mean, he didn't. He broke the, the sack record set by Reggie, Reggie White. White. Which is that insane. For, on accident. Yeah, I like, mean, you, you gotta... break Reggie's record... Now, that's saying, you know, like, offensive lines are actually good in college, but most offensive yeah. lines are guard. That's the SEC. Mm, yeah, but you know? even then, most, like, okay, who's he play? Besides, you know, like I mean, the top of the yeah, SEC they don't play guy. the top teams every year, Tennessee. They do, but not to, like, you see them one week and then you go play, like, Apple. No, I don't want to say Appalachian State because they're actually good. You go play, like, Kent some. State. Yeah, you go play some D3 team and you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go beat, you know, Virginia, you know, Virginia Tech Tech of, you know, yeah. culinary school. <laughs> Virginia Tech Culinary School. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh I'm God. sorry, but, like, they do that all the time. They play this, like, Division three school, and you're like, um, yeah, we're going to see how this is going to go. We're going to beat them by 85. Morehead State. Yeah, and you're going to be like, Morehead oh, yeah, eight, 85 points, 85 to zero. Oh, yeah, we played a really tough game today. Like, get the hell out of here. Uh, we, we played Bucknell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I remember when but, Temple played them last year. They last won like year, fifty man. to nothing. <laughs> yeah, but like you look at, you look at their ends, and you look at Barnett and Graham, and you go, they're good, but are they great? No, you look at the two D tackles and Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, and you go, okay, they're we got great. some, we we got some dominant players there. But I, I'm with you. I think the ends are overrated. Now, are I think we, are both we ends are overrated. Looking at this guy from the our own vantage point, by overrated, underrated, or, or should we look at it from a a franchise standpoint and how they are viewed? I think we should look at it that way instead of our own. Okay, opinion. so we're looking at our, we're looking at a franchise view. Yeah, the, the franchise view, just because if we look at it from our own perspective, I think it changes the way how we think, and it makes it a little bit harder. I just I because you don't hear players like Brandon Graham talked about or. or uh, and that's even Barnett in the media all the time. That's even a the fault. Media. That's a fault of the management being very connected to these players. Yeah, like Brandon Graham. They've been. Don't get me wrong. He's been here how long? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. So ten years of Brandon Graham, who we drafted from Michigan. From Michigan. And oh, I really thought Earl Thomas was taken. Earl Thomas was taken before him. Let that sink in. Yeah, but Earl Thomas got punked last year by Derrick Henry. That is true, but Earl Thomas was still a dominant safety. Was. Mm, Still can play. Still can play. (laughs) He's not a Pro Bowl. But you look, they they have like a blind spot for these players. Like Brandon Graham, they drafted him. Always missed. Derrick Barnett, drafted, obsessed. Vinnie Curry, drafted, obsessed. Jalen Mills, drafted, Obsessed. Yeah, look at look at Lane Johnson drafted. He 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 turned out great. Look at Fletcher Cox drafted. Okay, like Reed and Chip Kelly made those picks. Okay, but but yeah, I know. But you look at this and you go, okay, Brandon Graham. They've had this. They've had this like blind spot. Blind spot for Brandon Graham for the last I don't know three years. When they re-upped him, I said why. I mean, I asked a serious question. Why would they re-up Brandon Graham? What was it two years ago? 
or right no, right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Right after the Super Bowl, why would you re up him? He won his bowl. He won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, I thank you. Him. You know. Yeah, yeah, and he was spo- he was BG was supposed to be a free agent. And this is our last year was supposed to be his last year. I thought he was going to go to Detroit because uh, I thought he was yeah. going to go home to Michigan. Yeah, but I was wrong I'm there. Surprised. I just think. I think they've had blind spots for certain players. Alshon was another one. I think Zach Ertz are going to get they're going to catch that blind spot for. I really do. Yeah, I think and that, he's been there. And again, another Chip Kelly pick, which is so weird to say. Yeah, but I just think they're going to catch blind spots for these guys and pay them. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid because they're good players. But I'm just saying they hold on to guys too long. They held yeah. on to Andy Reid too long. Look at how that turned out. And we know how Ryan feels about JP on the O line. Mm-hmm. How long they've held him on? They they have held on to Jason Peters like. You know, I, I can't. Even, I don't even know how long they've held on to him. He's been here forever. He's yeah. been here since what? Cal, uh, uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, right. Yeah, but to be fair, they weren't going to bring him back until Brandon Brooks had that accident. Yeah, but then why not go sign a guard, an actual offense? You know, a right guard. Now, granted, you know, we're in this He's a locker room guy. You know, yeah. But leader. even then, I, I, I get it. But you got to go sign a real guard. You got to go sign a guy that actually plays offensive guard, or go trade for one. Go. You know, I know we just paid Brooks a ton of money to be the highest paid guard in the league. Still, I think it was worth it though. What to get keep Peters? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah just just for now, we'll see. Well, you... All right, guys, let's just let, we'll move on. We can keep talking about that all day. Yeah, uh, let's do uh, underrated now. Um, I'll start us off here on the offensive side. I'm gonna say Boston Scott, and here's oh me God. out here. Uh, he performed really well when the Eagles needed something from somebody last year. Uh, I think he's gonna be a good two back behind Miles this year. Uh, I think Corey, I would say Corey Clement, but we know what we got from him. Boston Scott, I think, is still in an unknown. And if he can be anything like he was last year, maybe a, a little Miles, uh, excuse me, a little uh, Darren Sproles wannabe, I would be okay with that. If he's producing and scoring, you know, does, you know, some special teams here and there, I think he'd be a great underrated player that flies, you know, uh, and does some good things for us all season, both sides of the ball. Yeah, I, I, I like that pick. I'm going with Greg Ward. I love it, love it, yeah. You, you know how I love my American Conference players. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Shout out to them. Also, um, he's probably a better quarterback than Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> oh, my God. I still haven't gotten him the opportunity. And not to open this into a whole other discussion, Ryan, but with Greg Ward now and Jalen Hurts, and, uh, you could do so much. And, unfortunately, you know, I will admit, yeah, you can do things, some gadget things with Rager because of Ward and Hurts. Now, wh- why not put them together in a package? That's why not, the, I think why that's not put them in like a two-quarterback or have all three of them in like a diamond? I know Baltimore used to run this offense last year where they the had, I think, four guys or two and two. It would be They were in a Heisman package. Yes. The Heisman yeah, package. Yeah, it was a Heisman package. It was like a triple uh, formation. And all so. three Heisman winners. Mark yes. Ingram, uh, Robert Griffin III, and Lamar Jackson. Yes, all Heisman winners. The Heisman, Heisman package. The Heisman package. And how cool would that be? Like, that would be innovative. That's giving credit to Doug and using, you know, Greg Ward's talents and even Jalen Hurts' talents to the best of their ability. So, so you, you say Scott. I, I, say I, Scott. I, I say Ward. What about you, Joe? Jason Kelsey. Oh. Underrated. Oh, wow. The most important player on the offense is underrated. I agree. I agree. Because I that's him. actually a good answer. Jason Kelsey does not, like... We all love Kelsey. I, I think like and we all love yeah. Kelsey because of the you know speech. the speech. But Kelsey if if he's not there, their offense is in big trouble. It doesn't go. Because he he's making the offensive line calls, which is super important if we didn't realize this, that the offensive line, I don't know, is the most important thing in football behind the quarterback. Like you have quarterback, offensive line. You know, that's why Andrew Luck, I don't know, retired suddenly because he was sick and tired of dying every year. We yeah, before they the, got Quentin Nelson. And and their offensive line actually started turning around. So, Jason Kelsey's the most underrated player on this team. I, I, I can actually get behind that. How's that for a take? I, th- I think we all <laughs> did better with the underrated ones than the overrated ones. Because the overrated ones, ones it's it, hard to say. You it's don't, yeah. there's, there's too many unknowns and the knowns are relatively good where you're like okay i can pass it but if you go underrated jason kelsey's so important jason kelsey is underrated he's the best center in the league he is too and he and should be in the hall of fame one day he will be i think he should be he's he t- deserves he's it. been so good for so long and the speech alone should put him in the hall of fame yeah i know really. <laughs> he'll be he'll be a ring of honor inducted Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame's or uh, his Super Bowl speech was good, but it wasn't as good as Jason's. Nah, Jason just wearing the Mummer's outfit. You can't top that ever. Like, like I said, the importance of him it's it's so high that we we just we're like, oh, Jason Kelsey. Like, yeah, we just take it for granted. We take it for granted. And now I go, no, like you don't realize Jason Kelsey's the reason that Carson Wentz is able to, you know, be Carson Wentz, protect himself, be smart, make the right calls. 
okay, we get that. But without Jason Kelsey, this team's going to fall apart because their backup centers are Nate Herbig and Luke Jariga. I don't even. I, I think no I butch. Idea. I think I butchered his name. I'm sorry if I did. But Kelsey but, plays every single snap, every single year. It doesn't really matter who the backup. Which is. we hope he what does. Was the last this year? time Kelsey missed a game, like, like with Andy Reid as the head coach. Yeah. So we hope yeah. to keep it that way. Yeah. All right. Sorry, guys, if not, you got to move Salamalu to center, and then Matt Pryor's your left guard. Oh God. All right. Let's look at the defensive <laughs> side of the ball for underrated. There's a lot of different ways I think we can go here. Uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm kind of torn between these two guys, so I'll kind of flip-flop them between Kavon Wallace and Nickel Robbie Coleman. Robbie Coleman, excuse me. He's important. I think they're both going to be important. I think Wallace is going to get some packages behind McLeod or even Jalen, and I think Coleman's going to be Robbie Coleman's going to be huge in the uh, slot game for us. My underrated, man, you, you guys already know what I'm going to say, Sean Bradley. Yeah. Okay. Dude, if he, if he gets any starting time besides – I know he's going to only get special teams for the first couple weeks of the season until he proves himself, and especially without a training camp, Ryan. Uh, but if he can get any amount of starting time, he might be our best you know, linebacker and tackler and all-around player going sideline to sideline, catching some of these corner, uh, running backs and receivers and I'm, tight ends. I mean, look, he's not competing with Ray Lewis, Brian no. Erlacher, and Jeremiah Trotter. No, I wouldn't say we have high expectations, here. but we, you and I personally know what he can do on a team when he's put into the correct position. How hard is it for him to match what Nathan Gary did last year? I don't think it would take too much. See, linebacker for this team isn't that valuable, though. Like yeah, They don't sure. value linebackers like they value corners and defensive defensive line. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I I do see where you guys are coming from. Where they're like, oh, you know, you watch Sean Bradley, so you know, like, you've been to a bunch of Temple games because yep. you guys were graduates of Temple. But I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about the linebackers. Um. Oh, okay. That's I gotta, why he's underrated, gotta, though, Joe. You know, yeah, makes a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's you know, true. If you're not a Temple fan, you you don't know much about Sean Bradley. You don't yeah. know. I got two. Okay. I got two on the defensive line. Javon Hargrave. Yeah. Good take. Imp- importance. Guy's going to be a game wrecker again with Fletcher Cox. He was yeah. a game wrecker at a 3-4 defense Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. If he's a game wrecker there, can you imagine what he's going to do in a 4-3 with Fletcher Cox next to him? <laughs> he's going to eat. He had 10 sacks last year, I think. If, I, mean, I think you got to ch- double-check that stat. But yeah. I think he had 10 sacks in Pittsburgh last year. And now you're putting him against with Fletcher Cox, who only only four stats, uh, four sacks. Fuck! I thought he had higher. <laughs> I thought yeah, he was well, more. When you're playing a three-four, you're getting doubled every play. Yeah, and his job is to be a run stopper now. Like, but he was a game wrecker for those games. He was. He was really yeah. good. If you, like, I watched. I took Pittsburgh highlights, and I actually watched a little bit of Pittsburgh highlights. But then I watched like breakdowns of him and why he was important and what he really did. He he was really good in Pittsburgh as a three-four. Defensive tackle. He's, He's going to come to 27, too. Joe. Youth. We can get him for five years. You're going to have to cancel out my 10 sacks <laughs> stat because I thought I was so much better and thought I had yeah. that right. No, but he'll get 10 sacks this year. He Maybe might get 10. Might, might I, I think, yeah, 10, 10 sacks this year might be like the number for him because. Fletcher Cox is going to dominate, and he's going to get double teamed every play. Yeah, so now start, you're you can't double, double team both of them. Exactly. Yeah, and then my other guy is Jannard Avery. Oh, he was good ooh. in Cleveland, and they just shipped him off. They were like, okay, we can't keep him. Like, why can't you keep this guy? He's actually really good on, you know, rushing the passer. He was really good rushing the passer. I, I know uh, Pro Football Focus had a good grade on him. So, like, those are my two sneaky ones. I think I think Avery can be very good, especially behind Barnett. I mean, I don't trust Vinny Curry to be, like, any sort of serious production. So, and as a pass rusher, Avery's pretty good. That, that might be a real – Joe, that might come back and really – yeah, I actually think, be a really good take come December. And I so. like yours of Kevon Wallace because I think he's going to play a lot in the box. Yeah, I think because yeah. they don't really run a lot of like three line, you know, a base four three of four defensive linemen, three linebackers, and you know, secondary. Yeah, I just think Wallace is going to play a lot put, of time in the right and, position. I think McLeod's going to play a lot in there too. So I think they're going to see a lot of safeties in yeah. the box this year. And, and Ryan, how much do you think Kevon's going to kind of? Look at some old Brian Dawkins footage and kind of mimic. I mean, we know he how much he wanted to be like Dawkins. He doesn't have the size of Dawkins, though. No, he doesn't. But so. do you guys think he will come with the enthusiasm and energy and I would say try to be a captain for this team uh, early on? I think it's going to be a lot of Philly going on on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. I forgot about Will Parks. Will Parks yeah. Philly Will Parks. <laughs> Wallace, who I said on the previous podcast, roommates with Doc's son. His boss at an internship was Troy Vincent. Um, and then Sean Bradley at Temple. That's three really strong Philly connections on the defensive side of the ball. I think there's going to be a lot of good chemistry. And when you combine that with Jim Schwartz, 
Um, you know, his game plan with the chemistry that I think they're going to have this year. I think the defense is actually going to be um, probably better than the last three years, I, I would say. Um, I, I just think they have better personnel. I think the last couple of off, off seasons, they've kind of addressed the offense. You know, they brought in um, wide receivers. Um, but this this year, I, I think it's really the defensive side of the ball. It's going to have um, a bigger leap of improvement than the offense. They retooled. Like, they retooled their whole defense. Like, I, mean, I know they moved... They moved on from Malcolm Jenkins, but the big one they moved like that was like the big move. Everybody was so like concerned. Oh, what are we gonna do to replace Malcolm? I, I mean, he was he was okay last year. Like people don't like he was good. Like I'm not saying he wasn't a good player, but he wasn't. You could start to see the decline in terms of talent, in terms of energy. Like he he brought it, but he's we gotten a lot younger. I think we're better in the secondary, which is. Crazy to think, considering we haven't had a real secondary in what twenty years. Um, <laughs> since, since probably since um, Sheldon Brown, since Andy uh, Reid was our head coach, yeah, Lito, Lito Shepard and Sheldon Brown were our corners. Uh, those Would were they... our last two good corners in the same team. Yeah, because like I we... mean, Asante was good. Never really had anyone good across from him, though. Okay, yeah, I, 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 no, Namdi yeah, Namdi did not fit our scheme. Yeah, but like. I, I don't feel terrible. I, I do feel terrible if we have Avante Maddox starting at right <laughs> our second corner spot. I, think Sydney Jones, I want man. Sydney Jones. Sydney to Jones. Or even LeBlanc. He's too small. Even LeBlanc. LeBlanc is better because he's bigger. He's I think six he's one. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger. He played pretty well the year that everybody went out. Then he got hurt last year. I wonder if he can maybe take a step up. Our 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 second oh, our third corner there. with Roby Coleman's make makes me feel really good. Um, Jalen Mills at safety. Um. Sort of concerned, but he's not afraid to be physical. No, so like I, I kind of like that. McLeod's a box want, safety. I don't want Mills to be on an island by himself. Well, he won't be because he's going to be in safety. safety. He's just going to be flying around. Well, I don't want him to be a single high safety. Well, I don't know yeah. if they're. I think they might play him a lot yeah, up there. If you have, if you have McLeod moving but up in the he's box, very Wallace, and you leave Mills back. But now there. you don't have to worry about him getting burned on uh, double yeah. move. Double move. That's true. Because he's going to just be backpedaling. <laughs> That's true. So like some like you know and oh by the way Darius Slay, who is the best corner could be arguably the best corner in football probably the NFC and the NFC at least the NFC at least well I don't know Jalen Ramsey's out in uh, L A mm, that's true we have an interest like he's really good though they're, they're the top two in the NFC yeah Ramsey, Marcus, no, Marcus Peters might be he's in the he's AFC in the AFC oh that's right he got traded to the Baltimore oh, I knew that guy yeah come on come on man get your wow. stuff wow Nick get your stuff together. All right, but, you guys want to take a uh, Joe, I'll let you finish your thought. We'll take a Yeah, break. I just I just Go think ahead. our secondary is better. So it could be our secondary could be underrated. Yeah. I think so. I, I like our secondary this I feel year. I feel better than previous. I feel we have a lot of good depth to it. And you know, I don't want to go through guys like Rudy Ford and Marcus Epso and Craig James. I yeah, if we it, listen, if we time. if our injury if we get to there and injuries are just just chalking up to a zero. Braylon Arnold, Elijah Riley. We just have to survive. It's a survive season, everybody. It's COVID yeah. COVID nineteen or COVID twenty. It's going to be COVID twenty because it's taking over the year twenty twenty. Yeah. Even though it started in uh, twenty nineteen, it's COVID twenty. <laughs> oh, COVID okay. COVID year 20. twenty. So. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. A lot more topics to go. Okay. We'll be right back here on 215 Unfiltered. Welcome back, everyone, to 215 Unfiltered. Nick, Joe, and Ryan today talking about our birds, guys. And only a couple more weeks until the NFL season kicks off on Thursday, September 10th with the Chiefs and the Texans. And we're going to go back to our, uh, I guess, season predictions for a couple different various topics and categories. We're going to go back to, all right, guys, could surprise this season. Um, I originally had down Marquise Goodwin until he opted out. Yeah. So I'm going to change that. I'm going to say Sidney Jones. Okay. On defense? On defense. How about offense? Offense. He's got to uh, make a pick here. <laughs> didn't think that far through. Okay. So, Ryan, who's your, we'll do defense yeah, we'll do first. Defense. Okay. So, Ryan, who's your defensive surprise this year? Who could surprise you on defense? Philly Will. Will Parks. Will Parks? I think he's going to be like, well, he's a strong – oh, no, he's backup free safety behind Jalen Mills. So we're saying – that could be a good possibility, though, because if Jalen gets beat a lot, he might have to be, like, an important player. That's what on I'm the saying. Back end. You, you know they're, they're going to change out those safeties a lot. Like, they're going to change a lot of stuff. I think they're going to play a lot of safeties. That's I what think I so think too. he's going to see a lot of field time. I so do. you might not be wrong there because I think you're not – you may just see, like, T.J. Edwards, and then you'll see in the, in the box, you'll see McLeod and Kavon Wallace. 
and they're going to just play safeties. And Parks will be back. And Parks will be back with with Mills. I, yeah. I could really see something I like that. I can definitely see that happening. Where they play a lot of safeties rather than so playing linebackers. So you guys think rotation, I guess, is the biggest thing for Jim Schwartz going yes. in? Oh, yeah. The, I, the think he, rotation. I think his versatility is going to help Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I really believe Make it's it going to help. Make it as easy for Jim as possible. Well, like, this, that's it. Make his job easy where he knows what he's doing each week and he gets rotations that he's comfortable it, with. It also didn't help that the injuries just were unbelievable I mean, ate, the last two years. Alive last year. Last year and the year before. Yeah, yeah it was really the last two years. They, Honestly, even the year they won the Super Bowl, they were missing Wentz, they were missing Peters, they yeah. were missing Sproles. They, they've had injuries every single year. Which, which is kind of conducive to the fact they are an older team. They really are an older team. You know, like you look at yeah, Cox I mean, is old. I mean, you got to think he's up there. Brandon Graham's been in the league ten years. Cox has been in the league well, almost ten years, right? Yeah, like yeah. eight, eight, Co- eight yeah, or nine. He's years. gonna he's getting close to ten years. I mean, Hargrave's pretty young. He's twenty seven. Like Nick, but said. look at Jackson and Jeffrey. Yeah, Jackson's up there. Malik Jackson's up there. Malik's Jeffrey. No, I meant Deshaun Jackson. Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he's what? And Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon. They're both in, in their thirties. You know, so they're always nicked up. I I I don't know defensive. What do you say? My defensive surprise. Yeah, twenty six point mm. seven guys is the average age on the team. So okay, so they got a lot younger this year. They yeah. were a lot older last year. I think they were like pushing like twenty eight, twenty nine. Third oldest team in the NFL. No, third uh, oldest. We're the third oldest team. Okay, so wow. You guys were right. Yeah, so we're an old team. Um, Derek Barnett, he's got to show up. I think he could surprise. He has no. He yeah. has. This, this has to be it. He has no excuse this year, with especially with the addition of Hargrave. Um, he's replaceable too. Yeah, that, that's I, something I'm not afraid of. If, Delisha short on him this year. If he's not progressing, he just sits on the bench yeah, and yeah, and you waits play, out this you year. play Josh Sweat and Avery. You got Deshaun Hall if they want to throw a couple. You know, yeah, I mean Hall, Mill, Hall Miller a lot last year. You know, like they can. Derek Barnett needs to be the surprise. He needs to have ten plus sacks. If he doesn't I, have yeah. ten plus sacks, he's not getting signed. I would say at least five. I'll give him no, five. he he's got to be upwards of ten. Well, is he he's, gonna get enough playing time where he's in yes. the opportunity? To yes, get that? he's gonna. He can't. Well, if he's injured, he's done. Okay. Like he's he's out of here. This is his last year. They picked up the fifth year. Yeah. This oh, is that's his. Right, that's right. This, this is his last this year. This is his last year. He doesn't produce. They're done. So I think it's important that he has a a big year. I already gave think. my answer. He oh, gave. Okay. Yeah, he gave Will okay, Parks. Will Parks. All right, so and then you you gave uh, Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones. Yeah. Who needs a big year? Because this he is his, another guy. Last year, it's that it's that twenty sixteen draft class. Yeah. So the year the won the Super Bowl, that's super important. So it's hard with Jones because if he's not, you know, the second the second guy, I mean, where is he really going to get his playing time from? Uh, he's not going to be, be a the, lot the of slot corner. You know, he's only yeah. going to be a fourth string guy. I mean, you're locking in Darius Slay. You're yeah. kicking out. You know, Avante Maddox is pretty much the only guy that's I think, yeah, not going to be. Yeah, I think maybe even Avante changes saying Avante, knowing that Avante likely could be the second one starter. Of, one of those two quarters is going to have to step up. Yeah. So. Uh, especially with just our opponents, guys. I mean, we, we, we did the, our first episode. Again, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it when we broke down every game of the schedule. Um, we really think that our corners, guys, knowing the receivers they have to cover this year is going to be a big year for them. Yeah. From one to seven, week okay. one to 17. All right, so offense. offense. Who's our surprise? Okay. Uh, I'm going to eliminate the obvious. I was thinking about saying Sanders, actually. But um, that's not a surprise. We we kind of expect what. I, I think it's fair to go with the rookie guys. How about, if you haven't seen this video yet, I suggest you go find it on Eagles Twitter or somewhere online if you're listening to this. Quez Watkins burned, I believe, um, no, it wasn't Slay, it wasn't yeah. Mills. He burned one of our corners. Maybe it was, it might have been Sydney Jones, actually. Oh, come on, don't. So it we go Sydney Jones, Jones surprise, and he gets burned by a rookie. Quez Great. Watkins did a little, like, inward route, and uh, Sydney Jones went one way, Watkins went the other way, and his speed, guys, is incredible. Oh, my God. I am looking forward to Watkins and Hightower and seeing what they can do on this team. I was just about to say, mine's Hightower. That's Your pick fine. is Watkins, mine is Hightower. Watkins and Hightower are the same exact player. They're the same exact size, same exact speed. They're the same exact player. Uh, so you say Watkins, I say yeah. Hightower. So you say overrated for uh, Jalen Rager? Yes. I'm yes, taking yes. Jalen Rager. He's a surprise. Oh, surprise. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because right. I think I think his he's not going to be the only vocal point of this offense. Like, he's not the only guy on the offense. Like, Deshaun's still there if he's healthy, which hopefully he is. You know, that's a guy he's going to have to mimic in terms of play style. But I th- I'm i trusting Doug, which 
I, I don't know how I feel about trusting Doug because the last two years, the offense has been so decimated and he really hasn't shown a lot of creativity um, with it. But I understand. Which I feel was part of the offensive coordinator's fault. Yeah. Who was Mike Grow? who was awful. Who sucked. Who sucked. Yeah. I mean, there's no other. Another dude. It. Another dude. That's on my shit list. Except Bruno he at coaches. least wasn't a head coach. He just God. wasn't a head coach. He thank was just God. on my. He was Imagine just on my. He was our head coach. Oh, we wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. <laughs> we might have been two and fourteen. <laughs> There's a reason he was only a receiver coach and was fired by his own father. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not to be harsh or anything, but that's the fact. Um, so I just, found, I'm sorry, guys. I just found the video. It's actually Rasul Douglas, who's not on my death chart. We had got from ESPN. Oh, um, I forgot about Rasul Douglas. I thought I'll he was, he's not on the team on. anymore. It says here, yeah, he was. So yeah. Rasul Douglas got burned by Quez Watkins. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know he was on the team still. Yeah, look, they, yeah, this is where did you get this step chart from? ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. Uh, explains it. ESPN worldwide leader really in suck. <laughs> right, I'll have to show you guys this video later on. It's only nine seconds. It's hard to see, but Watkins, guys, on this move, I swear he literally does like this, just move quick, with this quick jab quick, step and yeah, gone, and he's gone. Oh my god, I'm looking forward to him I, so much. This team finally but, has speed on receiver, which makes me very happy. The only thing, guys, about speed. I've really kind of you never know what all. you're gonna get. No, you don't, and that's the thing about what led me to say about Rager what I did because speed's not gonna win you games. It's gonna help you. Yeah, you can burn by teams and run, you know, out routes, you know, hell marys all game. It doesn't matter if you if you can't run routes on this team, then you're not gonna be successful in the NFL. And I don't think Rager can run routes. Watkins and Hightower I know can run routes because of really I've seen you their, think they their, can? Their, yes, I do. I don't think they can. Run I do. Routes. I've They're seen their offense too. and I've seen a lot of their skill moves and what they've done in their college careers over the last couple of weeks and even through quarantine. And I really think they're going to be key contributors if they're given the opportunity. I don't know. I think, I, I think you're reaching with those, but Hey, you know what though? I mean, it's, yeah, it's it was six round picks. It's I mean, it was a good surprise. Kind yeah. Of, they're you know. there. There's, I, I mean, Rieger, I think he's going to be better than people expect him to be. Yeah. That's yeah. how I see it. I, I think he's going to have to follow Deshaun. That's like the big thing. He's going to have to follow Deshaun. They, they have him listed as a slot. Uh-huh. But I don't think he'll – I think Greg Ward's going to be your slot receiver. I think – Yeah, I think he is. I think Deshaun and Alex – like, obviously, receivers rotate, like just like the yeah. corners are on this team. So Yeah, you're going to have Deshaun I, and uh, JJ, unfortunately, I think, as your uh, outside guys. Yeah, so I, I just think Rieger is going to be very good this year. I think he's gonna. Yep. I think he's gonna hit a thousand. I think he'll get a thousand yards. That, wow. I, that's a big wow, year. So that's a good year for a rookie receiver. A thousand yards to go from uh, no one. I think Wentz had no receiver over four hundred last year to receiver with a thousand. That that'll that'll yeah. I think games. that'll help. I think the thousand yards will help. So that that's my offensive. Oh, what what about Miles Sanders? I, I'm not he's the biggest not, fan. He's not going to be a surprise though. No. Yeah, I he had a thousand was. yards last year. He, he almost had a thousand yeah. receiving too, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You're right. All right. He, he I mean, he was. You he can't looked be surprised great. Surprised by him anymore. Yeah, he looked great. So I mean, if the fact that he looked as good as he did, and if he didn't get nicked up in the, uh, the week before, I think he had to play in the Giants game. The he got Giants nicked, game. He got nicked up. Like yeah. early in the game, and I, I think that kind of messed them up for you know that Seahawks game, and then Carson gets knocked out. So do we have to talk about Carson? No, no. Now oh. no, what's not the now. next? What's the next question? <laughs> what's the next? Uh, we'll we'll what's go to uh, who's going to have a prove it year. We'll start. We'll keep it on the offensive side first this time. I'm going to say uh, Deshaun is going to have a big prove it year coming back from the injury, the abdominal injury. We're going to see at the ripe age of 33 if he's still got anything left in the tank. Uh, he's got stuff left in the tank. We saw that last year when he was healthy. For yeah. the one game, and everybody's healthy. Yeah. You say Deshaun, I say Alshon. Well, he's not playing until December. Well, that's why you have to prove it, because you only have, like, what, six games to play. I know. He might not. He might only play two or three. If He might not be ready until the playoffs. I heard I've he was supposed to come back in November. I heard that, too, but now it's December, January. Well, that's even more reason why yeah. he's going to have to prove it when he does play. Yeah, but do you think it's fair to say... He, you know, if he has, uh, you know, 20 catches right in that span, you think that's going to be enough to prove it? All's fair in love and war. <laughs> when you got this much talent behind you, yeah, yeah, it's it's. I mean, he it. does need to prove it. No, I don't disagree with you there. It's just is he going to have enough stats, enough time to really prove anything with a couple games, and even if they make the playoffs, we'll have to find out and see. I guess so, Joe. Carson Wentz. <sighs> I just had to go there. I had to go. There. Uh, you know why? Uh, you know why he's going to have to prove it. Because he's got to prove all the haters wrong. That he's still really damn good. He was the MVP. Two years, three years ago? Are we at three years? Uh, three years, yeah. Okay, so we're three years ago. Last year, he got us to the playoffs with lawn chairs and deck furniture. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, for, for God's sakes, I was playing receiver. I know. That four-game winning Dan's streak. sleeping over there on the couch was playing receiver. Yeah, I know, really. <laughs> he, he put that team on his back the last four weeks. So... If, if that didn't prove it to you that he's really damn good, imagine what he's going to do with real receivers. 
So Wes Watkins, John he, Hightower. He's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna hit five thousand yards. Uh, he might book it five thousand yards. He can and hit forty touchdowns and forty. Middle of August, guys. I'm not. I think that's safe. To I'm say. in. I'm in on Carson. I've been in on Carson. I, I think I never left Carson. Season. I think he does. When, I never. Alshon, you're having. Mm, I, I never know. left Carson Wentz's side, ever. That's my dude. Yeah. I know people hate, I know I know people still love Nick Foles. My mom still loves Nick Foles. Yeah, I know she does. She's that's that's her guy. I'm wearing but, a ring right now that has Nick Foles' name on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Carson if we don't get we don't get to that Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. Very true. So Carson's still my guy. He should have won the MVP. He should have been the MVP even missing those games because he had better stats than Brady. Yeah, he did. So listen, he's gonna prove it. He's going to prove he might be the best quarterback in the NFC. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFC. And then finally, um, Dan Orlovsky on GetUp can finally be justified and get the respect he de- deserves a- for having that take about Carson Wentz. I love Wentz. Dan Orlovsky. He's, he's the only Carson Wentz defender on that entire network. He, oh, no. Um, what, what's the guy? Lewis Riddick. Oh, Riddick. Only because he, t- he had Eagles ties. Doesn't matter. Lou Rid- Riddick and Orlovsky might be the two best guys on that network. <laughs> yeah, and then the other network, Shannon Sharp's a big Wentz boy. Yeah, yeah he is. Walk, Walk it to, to him. So <laughs> Walk th- it to th- him. Those three are like our fighters. Orlovsky, yeah. Riddick, and Sharp and yep. have to take on <laughs> Skip. Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Stephen A. He's oh, a hater. I don't, think, I don't know if Stephen A. I think a he's a hater. But is he? I think he is. He's a hater of Wentz. Right, well, because Cowboys, Wentz, that's not. because Wentz is injury prone. Which, yeah. Hey, if we're not honest, like we call him injury prone, but he's been injured in the major moments. So, yeah. like, if if he's not injured in the major moments, he's still he's probably a top five quarterback yeah. in the NFC. Max Kellerman is the biggest Wentz hater, though. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. even oh, yeah, more than far. Skip. His, his, his points are for the Eagles and love for the Giants. Well, yeah, he's the so Giants, biased against yeah, the Eagles because yeah, he's a Giants he's fan. fan. It's he just so like Skip he is against the Eagles with the, the Cowboys, Cowboys openly. He, he criticized the Giants a lot, but yeah. But he's obviously Skip and Max are too blinded by their love for the Giants and Cowboys to look yeah. at the Eagles fairly yeah. and be like, oh yeah, we can justify, you know, like okay, we're Eagles fans, so we obviously have to look at it as Eagles fans. But yeah. like, I look at it and go, you're telling me Carson Wentz isn't better than. X, you know, he's not better than Daniel Jones. Come on, Matt stop Max it. said that Wentz wasn't a top ten quarterback. He said he's maybe a top fifteen quarterback, like which it, is maybe. BS. That's it. That's that's <laughs> offensive. That's a terrible take. So okay, all right, let's we'll do our to, top fifteen. We'll yeah. just we'll just go from there. But. Let's do a uh, prove it year guys on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think we've talked about this player a I, couple times Derek already. Barnett. Um, I'm going to say I agree with Barnett. It is. Um, I'm going to say Jalen Mills because okay. him going back to his original position at college, um, I want to see what yeah. he can do at it. And I didn't really follow him at college, so I don't know too much of what he did LSU, do DBU. As, as a safety. But to see him as a safety at the NFL level, I think he's going to have to prove it and see if he can still play the position. It's Barnett for me. We've already talked about yeah, it, I but th- it's, it's Barnett. I think it's been Barnett. I think it's one of the linebackers. I think all the linebackers have to prove it. They have to yeah. prove one of them has to prove they I have can a play. good linebacker, but I'll save it for the next category. Sean Bradley? No. Okay. No, I'm surprised. <laughs> so I just think they need the yeah. linebacking core in general needs to prove that they are Yeah, we could say that. We could say that. Actual they're actual yeah. NFL players. So yeah, that's, that's how and I look Davion at it. Davion Taylor. Yeah. If he's more of a special teams guy, or is he gonna be a three down linebacker? I think T J Edwards can actually be pretty good. So I think so. I, I like TJ Edwards. I like the scrappy players might actually do us something this year. And if, yeah. if Taylor can learn to tackle and go from sideline to sideline, he might be a good another option. You want to rotate in there. Yeah. Uh, but he's still trying to learn the NFL game and really the football game in general, and that's going to be hard. And the other one is one of the corners alongside Darius Slay. Yeah. One of them's got to fucking hit. Yeah. If Please. if one of them doesn't hit, they're just going to abuse the crap out of it. They're not going to throw to Slay's side at all. No. Well, that's the thing. They're going to have to rotate him either. Nah, because well, Slay's a traveler. I think Slay's a traveler. Slay will always cover the number one. Yeah, he's going to yeah. cover the number one no matter who it is. Now, the downside is who do you cover with, like, Dallas? Dallas. When you go, okay, you, well, he's going to stick Amari Cooper. Slay Amari. has shut down Cooper in his career. <laughs> so, Cooper like, has 40 yards. Against Slay. Yeah, 40 total. yards, one touchdown. I don't think he has a touchdown. 40 yeah. yards total. Yeah. Slay is a Cooper <laughs> destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's going to be a matter of, like, our second corners are going to have to stick other receivers so Darius Slay can actually just lock down that number they one. They better prove it. And, Let's go. And they're, they're the prove it. So, Sidney Jones, Vontae Maddox, uh, Rizul Douglas. Rizul, yeah. LeBlanc. But I think, I think Douglas is playing safety. I think they're I moving. So. I think they're moving him to safety. But then if you do that, you have limited spot for Wallace and Parks at that point. Nah, they'll be fine. 
Because, like I said, they're going to play a lot of they're going to play a lot of safeties. Hey, man. I mean, you're switching. I think up. they're going to play. Good. I'm like, telling, honestly, I think they're playing. I think they're playing four safeties. Like, I, would I think love that. you're going to see a lot of that. You're going to see two linebackers giving... and yeah. five and six DBs. Yeah, about right. that. By the way, four, I, I have four the official, two five. Sorry, I have the official stat line. We're talking about Darius oh, versus Amari Cooper. Um, the Lions and Cowboys have played each other twice when um, both those men have been on the field. In those two games, Cooper has four catches. For 42 yards yep. and zero touchdowns. See? That's an average of two catches for 21 yards and no touchdowns. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty locked down. Locked down. Um, and it's going to be great, guys, when Cooper has like these fits on the field because he can't get open and Slay's just loving it and he's going to feed off that energy. Yeah. Just lock him down. Oh. I agree. Then you got Any, CD. He can lock down Terry McLaurin because we couldn't have a cornerback uh, yeah. <laughs> do that last year. Yeah. I agree with that one. So, so. he's going to latch on to McLaurin and Cooper twice a year, which will and be nice. Someone's going to have to stick CD. And then I, who, the, who the heck is – who's the first receiver on the Giants? Do we know? Do the Sterling Giants Shepard. even have a first receiver? Is it Sterling Shepard? If that's their first receiver, then they're in trouble. I think he, Evan Ingram's going to be a big year for them, but we'll, we'll talk about the Giants later. Yeah. But Shepard's not all number right. one. Uh, uh, we'll, all right, guys, let's stick to the defensive side of the ball here again. Um, I thought Imani Hates. Toomer was still playing there. Hakeem Nix. Victor Cruz salsa dance. should have drafted at North Carolina. That would have been a big hit for us. Yeah. All right, anyway, you who are next? Um, prove it year. Not prove it year, I'm sorry. Uh, takes a leap this year. I'm going to say Nate Jerry takes a, a big leap this year because he's going to have to. Okay. He's the only reliable linebacker. If he's a reliable linebacker. That's yeah. what we're going to learn. Yeah, we're going to find uh, out who's who. He's system. He's, he's done everything from the special teams to playing last year in the, the final games down the stretch, especially uh, due to injuries and losing a lot of the, the linebackers going into the 2019 season. He had a big role to play. I think this is a year where if he's a legit player, and he did get injured, he's coming off surgery. So if he comes in here fresh and uh, ready to go, I think he'll be uh, have an impact on the team. TJ Edwards. Yeah. He's got to prove it. He's going to be take that leap because I thought he was really good last year. I think he could take a leap. And the other one is Sidney Jones. At the end of the year, I think he could take a leap because I, I think he played well last year. He had a couple big plays last year at the end of the year, and he started playing actually pretty well. He started getting – it looked like he finally started turning the corner. So I, I think Sidney Jones and TJ Edwards are two guys that could take leaps. Um, Gosh. I've, why do I feel like we've already covered this topic? Like already? we sort of did. It's like the same question in a different yeah. form. Yeah. I don't know. I, I take a leap. You'd look at last year's statistics and. You know, oh well, last do, year if we're looking you know, at last year's jumping statistics. and who's gonna who's gonna be better than yeah. they were last? Javon year. Hargrave. We're looking Hargrave. at jumps. That's yeah, actually, one. yeah, that is yeah, gonna be my answer. Yeah. Because Har- because of the system he's playing in yeah. defensive personnel. And, and Jim not Schwartz. Even that, just the, the players around him. Yeah. Make him better. I'll go Hargrave. Yeah. So yeah, if you look at that, well, I guess Malik Jackson's got to take a leap because he was injured last year. Yeah. So if you look at. That that's a guy that's gonna have to be important. Another important player. Maybe you know what? Nick Nickel Roby Coleman. Oh he's gonna ooh, be he's, he's gonna, gonna be so important and he's gonna take a big jump because he's gonna be the slot corner locking down the slot. So those like I said, there's two outside corners opposite the outside corner of Darius Slay is going to be so important. Nickel Roby Coleman will forever be linked to the infamous Rams-Saints <laughs> non-pass interference call in the anti-championship game, which the fact that it wasn't called means it was a great play by Roby Coleman. So congrats, NRC. You made a good play that brought your team to the Super Bowl. Now how about offense? Who's going to take the lead? Um, since we talked about him in the beginning of the show, I'm stuck on two guys, guys, but I think it's going to be Dallas Scott and or Miles Sanders. You're going to take, take Sanders leaps. is going to take another leap. Mm-hmm, I do. Oh, that's a big, that's a big leap. Then, then. he's going to be like Zeke or Saquon. Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> going to be talking like he's going to be upwards of the elite backs in the NFL. Well, now that he's a solo back, and I don't, I think he's more better sharing the backfield as a number two guy. But I think he's going to take a leap. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the organization has talked about him, the way Carson sees him, the way that Doug talks about him, and Howie. I think he's going to have to take a leap this year. And if he wants to be a legit number one back and really get, you know, three down carries, I think he's going to have to take a leap. Samalo. Samalo. Because he's the only one of the five-star offensive linemen who's not a stud or ever was a stud at one yeah. time. Yeah, so you're thinking he's going to become a solid, a, a more, even more solid. He has to because you're playing – look at who he's playing with. They have yeah. all have had at least one great season. When has yeah. Suamalo had a great season? Well, we have, we have Dillard. He has great hair, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. well, he has great hair, which is partly why I think And, and Dillard hasn't played, so you got to take Dillard out of there. Yeah, Dillard you can't really count because yeah. he hasn't – yeah, he hasn't really played the way Suamalo. I, I kind of like that – if Miles Sanders takes a leap, that's a big thing for this you, offense. He, he's in Zeke and so Saquon's yeah, level. Yeah, he's, he's elite. Um, Sanders taking a leap? I think I mean, Greg Ward. 
Yes. Greg well, Ward. get more opportunity. Well, he's going to be in the slot a lot. He's going to be think, the starting slot guy. Yeah, because I think Rager is going to start outside. I agree. So you're going to have Rager outside with Deshaun and Greg Ward in the slot. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a nice little trick. I like that. You know, for for what we saw from Greg Ward last year, who was really hands. good. He's got with, hands. We, yeah, we, he's I mean, considering we literally he was the only receiver that was consistent. A lot better than Aguilar. Yeah. Ryan, so it's going to be super important for Greg to dominate. I think he could dominate. I know you, we all heard. You that. guys think <laughs> you think Greg Ward uh, being a good receiver? Not to open this up, I'll keep it short, right? Um, but do you think his hands are part of being a quarterback and having that background? No, I just or think like, he's a natural athlete. Athlete, yeah. I, I I just think he's one of the, one of those kids in high school who could play any position, and so they put him in any position. I just I just think he's extremely athletic and smart. Uh, he's actually extremely intelligent too. So I, I think his combination of his brains and his athleticism is well, wise. You, you look at quarterbacks that turn into receivers. You look Julian Edelman, Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor was really good as a receiver. He actually when was. he when he was playing. Um, Antoine Randall. Antoine Randall was pretty solid. Was um was Danny Amendola quarterback? No, no, but he was an eagle at one. He time. He was an eagle at one time. Um, but Julian Edelman, stud. You yeah. know, like a lot of these quarterbacks that go over from quarterback to wide receiver or that have that like athletic ability. Yeah. End up being pretty good because they see the field as a quarterback. Yeah. And then they they're like, all right, well, the wide receiver ran this route, so now I'll just run the same route and I'll be open. Because he was open. Like they can see it as a, they're processing information as a quarterback and being a receiver. So it makes it easier that transition, I guess. Yeah, and I just think a lot of times there's players who move around at positions since they are so naturally athletic as it is, that's why they have them move around because mm-hmm. they know, like, oh, he's able to do more than one thing. So wh- why just like make him do one thing? You know, like you they just, take advantage of it. Yeah, you pulled up Miles Sanders' stats. I see. Yeah, I just wanted to justify uh, me saying that he's going to because he's take just a leap. On, under. He only had eight hundred eighteen yards and only had three rushing uh, touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. Most of his uh, touchdowns were from receiving touchdowns, guys. So I think he doubles production. I'll say 1,600 yards. 1,600 oh, okay. yards. That's Zeke territory. <laughs> you can't have I'll Wentz say. throw for 5,000 and him rush for 1,600. <laughs> yes, you yeah. can. So it's not enough yards to go around. Right, if we're scoring 30 <laughs> points a game, maybe. What are, what are we turning into? He'll have, he'll have 40 six, points a six game. to eight rushing touchdowns Okay. In, the, in that range. I don't know if he'll get 1,600. I think he gets over 1,000. He'll be over. All right, maybe I, I say like 13. 12, I say 1,300. I say 1,100. Yeah, he's got to be over 1,000. What's his receiving yards? Probably about the same as his rushing. I think he was like close. I think they were about the same. They were like pretty much the same. But they're probably about eight hundred. He was up there because he was like the only, again the only other receiver besides Greg Ward and the two tight ends. I mean, come on, he was. Uh, he had five hundred nine yards. So there you okay. go. So you were thinking he's going to pull a Marshall Falk a thousand a thousand. Yeah, that would be something. So had, look, I think he's really good. I don't know if he's that good. And and look at a Doug Peterson offense is always going to be pass first. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Miles. I'm saying the way the organization feels on him, they think he has the potential to do that kind of stats. All right, fine. You, yeah, yeah, but you can only do how much they give you the ball. If you're throwing seventy percent of the time, then it's not the running back's yeah. fault. You're, you're talking Miles Miles Sanders and Marshall Falk territory. You have that, to average like seven yards a rush. It would, that. You, you, how many, he had, he what, could. 180 attempts last year almost. Yeah. So you're saying 180 attempts. So I'm figuring that's going to get bumped up to about 200. So or eh, maybe 220. Plus he's going to get received. He's going to get catches. So I'm saying maybe like 50 catches. So he's going to have almost 300 touches. I say he's yeah, bu- he's up right. he's going to be upwards of 300. So he I think he's going to hit Mar- – he could hit Marshall Falk numbers if he keeps playing like that. I hope so. I mean, if it's, we're saying, it's, not, it's easier said than done. I'm if just I'm saying. saying Carson Wentz's numbers are going to be 5,000 yards, he's going to be floating around those Marshall Falk numbers because they're going to put the ball in, in Sanders' hands a lot. They're going to put the ball in Rieger's hands. They're going to make – I think they're going to be more explosive this year. Like, you're you're going to see Ertz catch a lot of, like, third downs, but that's probably all you're going to see at Ertz. We'll yeah, right. Ertz is a red zone weapon. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. He always gets open in the red zone. No one covers him when they get inside the five. You ever notice that? Like, Again, that's true. Jason, he, Jason Witten. He's yeah. Jason Witten. When, when defenses, when the Eagles get inside the five yard line about to score, defenses are like, you know what? I'm just not going to cover 86. I don't really feel like it. Let's or, leave or he just, ma- he's like, he, he just, he just gets well. open. Yeah. And it's the he weirdest. Holes yeah, the he's just, he's not fast. Like no. we 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 can cl- we can definitely see he is slow. He's slower than God. His wife is yeah. faster than him. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a close field. race. Yeah, I think uh, I think you see his speed is dwindling. So, but he just finds a soft spot in the zone every yep. single time. Yeah, he just exactly. camps there. 
Exactly. He does. He, he just sits still in the end zone, like, all right, no one's within five yards of me. Pitch it. Touchdown. Carson, just throw it into my face mask, like, as hard as you can. I'll catch it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, guys, let's uh, let's go on a little bit of a negative route here. Uh, regression, and this time we're just going to do one player from uh, both si- either side of the ball that's going to have a regression year. Um, I'm going to start off and say uh, Brandon Graham. You took my fucking answer again. <laughs> regression year. Oh, um, I hate I hate doing that. Can I hate, Rodney, I hate can Rodney McLeod regress any more than he already has? <laughs> I don't think so. I love Rodney McLeod, I but him. I think he's. I miss um. What was the other safety we had? Uh, Jenkins. God. Corey Graham. Corey Graham. He's like eighty. He I was know. eighty when he was eighty when he was playing. Uh, I swear he played for like fifty years. He just never aged. Yeah. Wait, I, I I actually know who the regress the regression gonna regress, player is going to be, and it's actually if you think about it, a good answer. Cameron Johnston. Our oh, punter. Our punter. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Cameron Johnston? He, he was the I'm best like, punter in the league the last yeah. two years. He's not going to be the best punter in the league this year. He's going to regress. Yeah, he was pretty and good. That, honestly, Maybe we would just go sign Pat McAfee. <laughs> that's a good answer. Isn't that actually, even yeah. if he's like the fifth best punter, that's still a regression from where he was last yeah. year. So I'll, I'll say Cameron Johnston. He's really put the Eagles defense into good situations. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Graham was my Brandon Graham. All right, was well, my you regress. could say him. I, 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 he's, and we're on the same page. I'm just. I think he's. I think he's done. Yeah, I think I there's th- just. I think there's other people I, around him that can pick up the slack. That's so where he's not going G- to do too too much, especially Gennard, him being. I think Gennard. he's only on a one year deal too. Graham. Yeah, yeah. I so think this is last year. To. So, yeah, I think Brandon Graham. This is the last year. So hopefully he goes out with a big hurrah. But I think he's done. All right, guys. Final category for today. Our best player, offense and defense, not named Carson Wentz. Or Fletcher Cox. Darn it. I was going to say <laughs> Those are the two obvious choices. Those are the though. easy choices. All right. Um, all right. I'll, I'll say this. On the offensive side of the ball, Zach Ertz, I think there's hands down he's proven himself. I think he's the clear best player going into the year, not named Carson Wentz. Miles hasn't had enough. Deshaun was injured. Alshon's starting the year on IR. Uh, who else is there, really? I mean, yeah, you could say a lineman. You could say Kelsey again, Joe. But that's I mean, exactly as far what as I was skill position, say. I think it's got to be Zach Ertz. Brandon Brooks is the best player on the team. I know he's, he's not, not playing. playing. I know he's not yeah. playing. But when he's healthy, Brandon Brooks is the best player on the team. Yeah. Fletcher Cox. Oh, we're not counting him, right? No. So actually, it was it would it would be a tie between Cox and Brooks. Yeah. But yeah. neither of them are playing. Yeah. Well, Cox is playing, but. I'm sorry. He he's not counting. But he's we're not going to count because like that's the easy way to go. You can't go with Cox. Like. If we were really to go with this, like we would go the two, the two most important would be Carson and Fletcher Cox. Yeah, yeah. like they're the two most well, important. Who on but the steps uh, stands out. Jason, Kelsey? honestly, I'll, I'll say Kelsey. Okay, Lane right. Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, it's a good Lane answer. Johnson, too. If without yeah. Lane Johnson, um, you we're, got nothing. We're really concerned because now we're putting Jordan. Well, who <laughs> do you, you do you put? Kelly. You can't put Andre Dillard over there because we did that once and that didn't turn out real well. You can't put. Do you trust Jordan Maialata to actually play? Yes, um, he's he's definitely going to be you kiss, Do you kick Jason Peters out there, and then you move Matt Pryor into guard? Like, what do you like? What do you do if you lose Lane Johnson? Have, Lane uh, Johnson's important. Well, he's the new left tackle behind <laughs> Dillard. Which who knows? He could even get time if I Dillard's not very good. But uh, yeah, I'll say Kelsey. Not counting those two players, the best player on the team. Yeah. I think in terms of importance and you, you look importance and you look at uh-huh. how good he really is. Like he's an All Pro. Like yeah. he's an All Pro center. Uh, Lane Johnson will be mine. Okay. That's a good pick, too. For the offense? Run. You can't okay. go wrong. Uh, what about defensively, guys? With excluding Fletcher Cox. It's so, defense is so it's obviously de- Fletcher Dar- Cox. You can't Darius pick Slay. anyone. Darius Slay. Oh, Darius Slay. You're right, Darius Slay. It's Darius Slay. If you're not including Fletcher Cox. You got Slay and Cox, Slay. and that's it. Yeah. As Slay far as Cox. star players. In terms of importance, <laughs> best, everything. Like those, those two. two guys. They like, drive the ship, that's the, sh- that's the They're the drivers of the boat. Like, that's Slay Cox. Slay Cox. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an easy have, answer. <laughs> we don't have Chris Long on the team, so we got to think of another pun. You, gotta go sl- gonna you, go gotta, long, uh, you can't go long, you can't go long Cox, so you got to Slay Cox. That's it. <laughs> All right, I like that. <laughs> uh, that makes it a good answer. Game, guys, uh, maybe next year and uh, just wear those jerseys side by side, get a nice picture, maybe outside the, uh, the Doug Peterson Nick Foles statue. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. They're going to have Chris... Chris or Long uh, Slay Long Cox. That's gonna have to. Oh, yeah. Slay Long Cox. <laughs> Chris oh. Long, can you come back for just that picture alone? That's all I want. I love you, Chris Long. UVA he's, boy, yeah, he's great. All right, guys. Any final thoughts on our player projections of the 2020 season? If I said I felt good, I'd be like very happy. But I don't know how I feel because of the COVID situation, yeah. like, and no preseason. 
That makes I me nervous. That's going to affect every single one of our picks today. I know it in yeah. some way or another. So, like, we're going to hear, like, middle of the year, oh, yeah, we're dropping out because of COVID. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's just be thankful <laughs> we don't have Mike Grow fucking up our offense. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. We have Peterson and Staley running didn't the we, offense. Didn't we have Marty Morningwood come back, too? Yes, okay. he did. Uh, t- did he come back last year? I thought. I, thought I think he came back this year. Okay. And then you have Zach Taylor. Yeah. He's the QB coach. We'll... Um, we'll, we'll... <sighs> Let me let me put it this way. I don't know if the offense as a whole will be better than last year. The game planning on the offensive side will be better that, that, than last that's year. Gonna be that crucial. I, I the game planning cool. will definitely yeah. be better. Yeah, I, I think so too. With Deuce having more, uh, I guess, control, and I think that's going to be key, guys. Uh, how he runs the running backs. How long is Sanders going to be out there? Clement is coming back. He's going to need time. And then you got um, uh, Boston, Boston Scott, Scott too. Yeah. So how they all three of them going to touch the ball? We're going to see a lot of those like receivers turn to running backs, like Hightower and. Um, Quez Watkins are going to both yeah. see time. Like, oh yeah, it's going to you're going to see a lot of different sets. So I, mean, I think it's going to be mind. more creativity. Yeah, and I think that's going to only lead to more points. And hopefully, guys, at least two or three more wins compared to last year. You know, at hopefully. least uh, knowing the schedule we have. All, All right, right, guys, that'll be out. Wrap it up for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Two One Five Unfiltered. Stay tuned. We'll have plenty more Eagles talk to come as the weeks go on as the opening weekend is upon us in less than a month away. For now, it has been Joe, Ryan, and Nick. We are 215 Unfiltered. Everyone, have a great week, and we'll talk to you again next week right here on 215 Unfiltered. See you guys.